at Dark Blackwin, at Dark Blackwin on Twitter, and man, how the tables are turned, you know what I mean? How the chickens have come home to roost, dude. Turay basically accused of a sexual assault. Right? Meanwhile, the whole time he's doing like interviews, it's this uh, network on YouTube that I follow called the Loud. I forgot what it is. Loudspeakers Network. I think that's what it's called. Loudspeakers Network. And they have a bunch of these podcasts that they. It's the same podcast group that does uh, the Brilliant Idiots. I don't listen to the Brilliant Idiots. But. They have a bunch of these podcasts, and one of the podcasts that they have is called Mouse Jones, the Mouse Jones podcast. I guess it's a fairly new podcast. I don't know how long it's been out, but it's very Shea Butterish because they're part of that Grapevine crowd. If you watch the Grapevine, it's just nothing but Shea Butter talking points, anti-straight black man, uh, pro-everything else. So that's their little, that's their guy, Mouse Jones. Uh, so Miles Jones is one of these grapevine dudes, great grapevine dudes, and um, he uh, had a sit down and a chat about R. Kelly, right? And 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 Toure and Jamila Lemieux, they're sitting down at the round table, kind of uh, going in on R. Kelly, and I don't know if they went in on black men, but I'm pretty sure straight black men are going to get blamed for R. Kelly. Uh, which is kind of which is kind of crazy because black men aren't the ones p purchasing his uh, concert tickets in mass. They're not buying his music. Uh, they're not throwing panties on the fucking, you know. They're not throwing panties on the stage and uh, writing glowing reviews about him, <laughs> like Tariq brought up. You know, writing glowing reviews about R. Kelly. Now playing dumb. That was one of the issues that I had. Everybody knew he was a creep. And they were complicit, even me, everybody, because they, they loved his music. So now they want to play Monday morning quarterback and revision his history and say, oh, no. But you could bring up articles and you could bring up uh, receipts of all these hypocrites. But anyhow, so in, anyhow, Jamila Lemieux and them, they're talking. But Teray sitting up there, you know, throwing his two cents. Now, he's been known to really go in on straight black men. So much so that many people um, can confuse him with being part of the LGBTQ crowd. Uh, they can confuse him for because he's very, very effeminate. Very, very effeminate. His actions, the way he speaks, the way he turns his head. Um, <laughs> he didn't get his mannerisms from his father. He definitely got it from his mother. So his whole action is very feminine. And his whole aura. So... It was a little bit shocking when when the revelations came out that Torre had this uh, sexual. He was giving out sexual harassment, uh, sexual misconduct type stuff, where he was sending this white woman text messages about how he wanted to do her, do anal with her. <laughs> how um, I mean, I mean, you could go on, you could go and see because Ebony is the one that published it because Tariq says, "Man, you know this this." Uh, this white woman, me and her was corresponding on, on Instagram because she knew that Tariq and Torre had a few. So she was trying to use Tariq to kind of leak the information out. But Tariq, you know, he was on call. He was like, nah, 
even though this dude is a coon, he's still a black man and I'm never going to work with the white supremacist to bring another black man down or the suspected white supremacist to bring another black person down. So now nah, I'm not going to release it. It turned out to be his own people that he's been kissing their ass and saying all these anti-straight black men uh, talking points. They're the ones who ousted him. And you know what's so what's so fucked up about that Shea Butter crowd? They have a whole bunch of... Um, if you follow these people, they have a whole bunch of... Uh, these uh, male apologists, I mean, these, uh, I don't know what you, I don't know what you could call them, but they just all, they just go over the top and they kiss all of these uh, black feminists ass. They, they, they just over the top. Okay. Over the top. You know what I mean? You don't even treat your wife with the same kind of uh, reverence or you know, it's just really, really some weird, it's a weird type of dynamic where these men pretty much blame black men, you know, they're black men, but they, I guess they, they're trying to other, it's like a, it's like a, a suspected white supremacist that's hanging around a bunch of, uh, black people, but they're trying to say, no, 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 I'm down with the blacks and you're going in on white people. And they're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, basically, uh, kill all white people. You know, they're trying to act more pro-black than a black person. It's kind of the same thing with these, uh, it's kind of like same kind of thing with, uh, with these male feminists. It's just really disgusting, man. And the problem with a lot of these shea butters, man, they be having these guys, these dudes all around them, eating out the palm of their hands, kissing their ass. And some of these dudes are creeps. You know, one, one of these guys got exposed as getting in a little girl's inbox. She was like 16 or 15 years old, getting in their inbox, um, and she exposed this guy, and he's one of the main guys, you know, pumping up, pumping up these uh, black feminists. There's another guy named Corn. He was real grimy. He was a sexual creep. He got ousted for for some grimy, nasty shit where he was taking advantage of black women, I think. And then when the revelations came out, they all were stupid because this guy was going in on black men and telling black men, you know, straight black men are monsters and da-da-da-da-da. And <laughs> lo and behold, this dude is grimy as hell himself. So the same thing with um, Toure. You know, the white supremacy, the suspected white supremacy, she, she brought out all the receipts. She had all the text messages and them talking with each other. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry. You know, as a man, I didn't realize what women go through. My, this is 2018. After he didn't wrote slanderous articles about Tupac, after he's done all kinds of work for the uh, suspected white supremacist media corporations. So, Toure, believe it or not, was a guy that I used to follow because I, when I was, uh, when I was, uh, before I became conscious, man, I was on some bullshit. You know what I mean? I was, I was cooning and. I don't know what drove me to read his book, but I bought his book. I guess because I seen him on MTV and I really wasn't conscious of anything of what his history was. And I read his book and I was like, yeah, man, this dude's book is we're in a post-racial America, bro. It was sound like a fucking coon. And, uh, <laughs> you know, some, some, some lady, she checked me on a, 
Periscope. She like, dude, the fuck you talking that cool shit for? Go read uh, Michelle Alexander's book. And I read Michelle Alexander's book. And, you know, that kind of got me on the road. Because Michelle's Alexander book, it talks about mass incarceration. It's a good book, but it's not a book that's, um, you know, black first mindset. It's just talking about how blacks get locked up. Um, they actually made a documentary, I think, on a, called The 13th on um, Netflix. That's kind of based around the Michelle Alexander book. This the same kind of topic. So... Uh, that was kind of like my start, but I don't know how in the hell I was following this cool. But once I be, once I ran into Tariq, and I purchased his DVDs, start reading his DVD. I mean, watching his DVDs. I started getting into Professor Black Truth, Jason Black. I start waking the hell up, man. But it's a lot of hypocrites, man. It's a lot of people in that Shea Butter community, man, that talk that talk. But when you peel back the layers, there's some toxic, uh, grimy stuff. Just no, no different from any other uh, so-called straight black man. So the creeps are among them. <laughs> You're saying, oh, man, black men enabled R. Kelly, right? And you got a bunch of rapists and pedophiles and weirdo creep motherfuckers around you. So, I mean... You got to watch the company you keep before you really go in on somebody else. So that's something I noticed. And it's a lot of those creeps, man. They're just like, oh, black feminist apologists, males. Oh, you know, the black woman is God. The black woman is, is this and that. We need to kiss the black woman's feet. Black men are pieces of shit. We don't protect our queens. All of this shit. Are you married? Nah, I ain't married. What the fuck you talk about protecting queens? <laughs> you ain't even married. You ain't got a queen to protect. Nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? So that's a bunch of that shit. And, um... <laughs> I mean, I see, I see that a lot, man. It's like, dude, you're not going to get no black feminist pussy. You're just not, so just stop. <laughs> just keep it real, man. Call things from the, from the truth, the way that they are, man. But, um, yeah, man, look at that. Somebody out here calling out everybody else, and they got hella skeletons up in their closet. And it's funny because a lot of people are like, man, this dude is suspect. He, he has the vibes of a down-low brother. Not even down-low. You know, it's just, he's more effeminate than somebody like Frank Ocean, who's actually gay, right? It's like, he's more effeminate than, like, Frank Ocean. So, that, that's the thing, it's like, dude, I, I don't know, but I'm out. <laughs>